well, 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 good afternoon. Well, late afternoon, Pacific Coast time, early evening, mountain time, or mountain time. (laughs) Good evening, Central and Eastern time, and anywhere, wherever you are in the world listening to us today, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to Mindful Mondays. I'm your host, Dr. Corliss P. Bennett, and I'm happy to be here today. Um, Our show is sponsored by my dentist, Dr. Ron Curtis, located at 8035 Manchester Boulevard, or Suite, uh, Manchester Avenue, or Boulevard, Manchester. Why don't we just leave it at that? (laughs) Suite A, that's on the corner of Foulmouth and Manchester. For those who live in Los Angeles and know where St. Bernard's is, it's the same street that you would make that left. Just look to the right, that big old tall building. He's on the, uh, the ground level floor. Um, he has over 20 years of experience and he's actually been my dentist since 1999. So he just got out and he was working with a, uh, another dentist. And so, um, as you can see, it's working. <laughs> anyway, I'm just really glad to have him as my dentist. And I'm sure if you call the office, he could be your dentist too. So thank you, Dr. Ron Curtis for being a sponsor to my, my first sponsor of Mindful Mondays. Um, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, it was, it was, it was a little, um, it's about 66 here in the Los Angeles area and, uh, the sun is shining. I did see something on the news earlier where somebody was some snowflakes. So I, I, I'm, that's, this is why we pay the high rent because y- if y'all got snowflakes in May, I don't want no parts of it. I don't want no parts of it. So you know that Mindful Mondays is really about bringing things to you that will be helpful for your mind, your health, your body, your soul. And we've had some incredible guests. And I want to thank all the listeners who have been listening, uh, folks that I didn't think were listening, saying, hey, they heard my show. And I'm just so glad I've had some wonderful guests. And today, I still have wonderful guests. Um, so we know that the whole premise of the show is um, that I created this is because everyone has experience stress and sadness and depression and anxiety and death everywhere. Um, I am happy to report for the last two days, Los Angeles County, no one has died of COVID. And I can't believe it. It's crazy. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so glad. But on the other side, folks won't go and get the second vaccination. You know, (laughs) I don't know what, you know, it's like we get this good news, but on the other flip side, you you know, and I know folks are scared. I was scared. I didn't want to do it, but I did do it back on April 19th and I will have my second vaccination of the Pfizer on May 17th, two weeks from today. Um, So again, we're all in this, this emotional, mental, spiritual, just crazy shape right now coming from 2020, going into 2021 with hope. And today I have one of my friends, my colleagues from Humboldt State, or the official name, California State University, comma, Humboldt. You can unmute yourself, said Mr. Cedric, Cedric Aaron. And he is um, an associate, associate clinical social worker at Humboldt State. He's, he is the only Black person on staff, right? Yep. <laughs> that didn't change since that didn't change since COVID, right? Uh, the only black person, the only black male. Uh, what else? We got a lot of onlys right here. Um, let me see my other only. He is also in his first year of a four-year term 
as Northern Humboldt Union High School District School Board Trustee, a position that has never, N-E-V-E-R, never been held by an African-American. So that makes him the first African-American male to be elected as a public official in Humboldt County. Wow. Now that's, that's, that's something else. Um, and I remember um, when you were going through the race and I would chat with you here and there, some folks was really trying to hate on you, huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, uh, a lot of dog whistling, you know what I mean? And um, a lot of slick stuff through social media, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? I, I come, you know, I, I feel like that came with the territory of, of, of doing a whole political thing, you know what I mean? But, um, but I remained classy, you know what I mean? I took it on the chin and didn't want to succumb to that just because again, I think that's what uh, folks were wanting to do. Right. Right. Um, so no, nah, I just, I just ignored the noise and let the community do the speaking that's and the right. flexing for me. You know what I mean? And, right. uh, and here I am. You know I, mean? I did what Michelle Obama said when they go low we go high because we, we and we have to do that as a people all the doggone time we really mm-hmm. do it's unfortunate and sometimes it gets very tiring it's like you know we, we're trying to stay up you, you know they keep plugging at you nine with a knife at you and you're sore and you're just like what and they just want you to scream and go off and just get completely quote ghetto with it and that's when you lose it and all the respect goes down the drain so you kept your head up high and I'm so proud of you for running for that position, as well as winning the position. The people spoke. Uh, the other folks didn't realize that people were going to speak. And it's not like there's a lot of Black folks in that area. So it wasn't just the Black folks that w- voted for you. Let's be clear, yep. right? Yep. And so mm-hmm. therefore, you know, having said that, you know, that, that speaks volumes to you, Um um, that speaks volumes to you. Oh, my sister. <laughs> so what's happening is I'm <laughs> I'm doing two things. My, I'm getting text. So my sister wanted me to tell you that she is very proud of you for being that person and that she knows you're going to really make some, bring some changes and awareness because that's the problem with yeah. folks of non-color, okay, that are not of color. Um, it's really about education, educating them to just stop hating and just like, open their eyes to these different things. Um, so today I have you on here because A, you're, you're a, a social worker slash therapist in a sense. Um, as social workers, you also can be a counselor uh, or, or act mm-hmm. as in that position. Um, even though your route was social work, some of the counselors route is usually psychology and go that route. But either way, it comes in the middle and we all need your help. You will never be without a job because we all got, issues and we all got problems and we all have situations and we need people like you um to be um be that person that'll help us through it now what's really funny when i asked you to be on the show i said i said i bet you i know your story remember and i said i bet you you were like i ain't never going to no counseling office when you were in school tell us a little bit about your upbringing I know you grew up in Northern California, San Jose, to be specific. Tell us what happened after high school as you, and give us your journey from that point. <laughs> no, that's funny, Corliss, because like you're saying, when you're, uh, you know, yeah, you, you know, you, you know, you don't know my story like that, but you would say, it, and I'm just over here, like on the phone, just smiling, cracking up, you know what I mean? It's like, man, does Corliss, is she like a, uh, like one of those X-Men from the comics, you know what I mean? Like, can she read my brain? Like, what, like what's, like, how she do that? You know what I mean? So, so no. Uh, yeah, Corliss, you know what I mean? Uh, 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 Corliss or Dr. Bennett? Corliss, is it? Corliss. 
Okay, okay. Just want to want to put respect on your name, Corliss. That's right, because I did earn that mug. It took me eleven years, but go so, ahead. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when we've been in shared spaces uh, uh, on campus, you know what I mean. I've 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 heard you share your story of of, of being a first generation student. You know what I'm saying, and 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 I was too. Um, uh, and I went through the CSU system, and I was able to go um, get into college through a program that is offered in California. It's called uh, the EOP program, the yes. Educational Opporta- uh, uh, Opportunity, Opportunity Program. Yes. And because, um, yeah, like, I mean, I was first gen, um, you know, um, I, I was, uh, you know, there, there were seven of, seven of us kids in the home. Okay. Um, I'm the oldest out of five. And, uh, and, you know, I always had a, uh, always had a goal and a dream to, uh, to do college, you know what I mean? Just because, um, um, of just being exposed to like a different world in the eighties, you know what I'm saying? Like the eighties and the, in the early nineties, um, and, and the Cosby show, like, I was like, wow, like, hey, like, wait, 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 doctor, you know, uh, Cliff Hustle was a doctor and Claire and Claire's a, a lawyer. Like, Claire, man, right. Man, how, how she do that? Like, you gotta right, go to college. Right. college. Cause I didn't know anybody that went to college. Like that's like that. Well, that looked like this. I just thought that was like a white people thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just like real. That's like real talk. You know, and uh, and just kind of looking at like, well, what do I want to do? Like, how do I want to make it? You know what I mean? How do I want to um, uh, break the cycle of poverty that's been going on in my family and and some of the other things that that go on? You know what I mean? And um, it was college. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So from uh from elementary school to high school I was just like okay I got to do the college thing you know I gotta I gotta make sure I'm taking the college prep classes talking with my academic advisor and making sure I'm good you know so uh, so I graduated high school I went to San Jose State University just because um and nobody in my family left home you know what I mean that was big so when I was talking about thinking about going to college like you know my mama is scared she's like Cedric don't leave like it's scary out there, you know, and I'm like, well, I don't know, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to get out, you know, but, you know, she, you know, I'm a mama's boy, so I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll stay at Jose State, so I go there for a year, Corliss, you know what I mean, I like it, you know what I mean, I'm meeting different people from different areas, you know, in-state, out-of-state, and, uh, but then I go off campus, and then I'm like, it's like, I'm just doing the same old, same old, you know what I mean, like, I'm just connecting with old friends, I'm going to the same, you know, hangouts. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, uh just not really expanding my uh uh my my holistic circle, you know what I mean? And then I'm just thinking like, yeah, like man, I was trying to like go and do like how Dwayne Wayne and them did in a different world or or house party two where 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 right. you know, where kid went to go and did him, you know what I mean? Like so I was like, I felt like I wasn't growing um in a way that I needed to grow if I was to stay at San Jose State, you know what I mean? So, so I knew, you know, uh, halfway through my first year, I needed to transfer. Like I needed to leave San Jose, you know what I mean? Um, so I, so I looked around and, uh, you know, what other CSUs, uh, you know, uh, interest me. And then I saw Chico, Chico State. And I was like, Chico, you know, and, uh, uh, and I also wanted to be an engineering major too. So let me just let that. And I'm like, wait, you wanted to be an engineering major. Now you did the social work thing. Like, wait, what? Those are two, two different things. You know, um, they had a pretty uh, robust engineering program as far as the CSUs go. You know what I mean? Cause that's what I was doing at San Jose State. 
Um, so I looked into there and then once I applied, like, and then went, th- went through the EOP program, like, uh, the university just kept calling me, like, just checking in with me. Hey, how are you doing? We're really excited for you to come up. They were sending me stuff in the mail and I just felt like, man, like, man, they really want me to go to school. You know what I mean? And, and again, I don't know how college, uh, and admissions, all that worked, you know what I mean? But I just, they made me feel really important. Like, well, we, we, we really want you to be there, you know? So that made me feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go there. You know, it, it's far away from home, but close enough. Cause Chico's about a two and a half hour. If you, uh, not doing a speed limit, but three, <laughs> but three hours, <laughs> I know, I'd be excited to go home. That's close, funny. You know? <laughs> that's funny. Um, but three hours, if you are, you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, so that's where I went to Chico, but you know, and, um, but in terms of like this theme correlation, when you're talking about mindful Mondays and wellness, I thought that going away to school was going to um, leave back home problems back home. Hmm. And I was sadly uh, mistaken. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it, um, you know, I had some rough times at Chico State, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't aware of that point. I brought all my drama and all my issues to, uh, to that university, you know what I mean? Um, and it took me a while to kind of put two and two together. Hmm. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. so as you're dealing with, so you're dealing with what's going on at home and trying to be a student at Chico, did you ever go to the counseling center? Oh, no. <laughs> what, I want to say what you was about to say. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. And the no, counseling no, no, no. center is on every college campus. Yep. No, 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 no. You no, didn't no, even no. walk past there? I, I'm, oh yeah. I mean, I think the health, yeah, the health, uh, <laughs> the health clinic, uh, Corliss, where the counseling center was at, uh, at the time, I'm not sure if it changed since I graduated, but like my freshman dorm, I had to walk cause it was, it was like, it was, um, uh, kind of like, uh, Humble State is Corliss where, um, College Creek, the new dorms over by the soccer field is mm-hmm. on campus, but it's kind of off a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. Chico State, yeah, like it was like that. So I had to walk past the health clinic every day every day classes and and i didn't know there was no i didn't even know there was a counseling center in there you know what i mean and if somebody would have told me like uh one i wouldn't have told anybody like i wouldn't have spoke to any professors about this stuff or my eop advisor you know what i mean like uh uh none of my friends you know what i mean like it would have been like you kept all this what you were dealing with in you didn't really share with anybody you never went to a counseling center and, 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 and you're saying you didn't even know it was one day. I'm sure they covered it during orientation, but they cover a whole lot of stuff during orientation. They throw all this stuff at you, but you never once went to a counseling center as an undergraduate student. Not, not even once, you know what I mean? And now, you know, uh, a fear, you know, for and like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm holding space and meeting with students and there it's like, wow, like, you got a lot of strengths, you know what I mean? Because I said like, man, like, because yeah, back in my day, I wouldn't have done this, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, but free to to do this and be vulnerable, you know, there's a lot of strengths um, in that, you know? So, um, so yeah, like if, Cor- you know, Corliss, if you were my advisor or somebody that I connected with on campus and told you a little something was going on and you told me that, um, I would have not done it. And then I would have looked at you kind of like, why are you trying to send me there? Like, what's wrong? Like, you, you think something's wrong with me? And I right. might have, and I and I might have dismissed you. Like right. you're not, you're not here for me because you're trying to make me do something. Right. Like I, I don't know about this stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and that's and funny. I, and I I said, talk, wow, I didn't. And you know what? I didn't even think about it like that. Like you would be dismissing me for telling you to go somewhere that you don't know about. That's interesting. I've never 
Huh. Now that's a, that's an interesting twist. As many students as I've spoken with about the counseling center, the difference is I would walk them there. Mm-hmm. Like I would walk my students over to, um, I would walk my students to the counseling center, wait there until they made an appointment. And as we were walking, talk about the fact that going to a counseling center doesn't mean you're crazy. What it means is that you're sane enough to know that you need help trying to, uh, um, figure out what's going on in your life. And I, and I always tell students and I'll tell people on the radio, I have, I have, I have a therapist. I am actually in group therapy right now. As you all know, I lost my dad, um, May 1st of 2020. I turned around and lost my favorite uncle and his sister in, at the end of March. And it's just too much. And on top of all these folks who I'm hearing from my students, former students, oh, my uncle passed, my dad, my mom, my sister, my cousin, you know, all of these different things. And, you know, when, when you hold these things in, and I didn't mean to intentionally, I was just so busy focused on everybody else after my dad, mainly my mom, um, because I knew that they had been together 57 years. And I knew that I just didn't want to be in a situation where I lost both of them because that right there, y'all would have had to come get a straight jacket. You would have had to fly to LA and put, pick me up, throw me over your shoulder somehow, and <laughs> and take me in and put a straight jacket. Cause that that I mm, I, I don't mm-hmm. yeah. The mm-hmm. Lord knows how much you can bear, and He knew. So the you know the, the so having to making sure she's okay, staying strong for everybody, and then all of a sudden it hit me, said like a brick in September, and I just broke all the way down. I was breathing hard. I was just crying. I was just like I'm thinking, what's wrong? I, I still didn't put it together as grieving. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hold up, let me, let me tell me, take my own advice. Like I would students and staff and friends and whomever. And I started calling to try to get in with a therapist. And so I have group, I have a group therapy on, on Mondays this evening. And then I have an individual group, uh, individual grief, grief counselor. And I'm telling you, that's why I wanted to do this show because they need to know that regular people like me and you we do these things to help ourselves. And, yeah. and in your position with the students, you're helping the students, you're helping them realize the ways to uh, figure out their situation. Is that, a, that's a, is that the best way of connecting? Like, what, what do you do as a, as a therapist, as a counselor in, in Humboldt State's uh, Counseling uh, Center? Like, what, what would you say if you were to talk about your role and how, how it works there for you? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, you know what I um, so like you, you know, like we talked about earlier, Corliss. You know what I mean. I, um, you know, there's multiple ways to, um, you know, um, to be a counselor, right? You know what I mean. You mentioned like you know, folks can be um, be a psychologist and go to the psychology route. You know, some folks could be um, uh, 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 a licensed marriage family therapist. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. Some folks could do the clinical social work, which which is what I did. You know what I mean. Um, so for me, what I like to help students is to um, kind of with that social work lens, that's why I really appreciate at the clinic that uh, my, my boss, you know what I mean? Uh, she's the, um, she was just formally um, the CAPS uh, director, but she, she got a promotion and she's the, she's the, the entire student health center uh, director, Dr. Jennifer Sanford. Um, there's a diverse, uh, as far as licensure and those kind of things, uh, 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 disciplines in the clinic. So we do have psychologists, we do have marriage family therapists, and we do have clinical social workers, you know what I mean? And um, 
what I like about at least like with the clinical social work route, um, we really emphasize um, being person-centered, being community-centered. So how what what that means, like when I was going through my studies and really just embodying that, you know what I mean? So when folks come into my door, you know what I mean? And again, like I'm, I'm looking at things with a, um, with a cultural lens, with a cultural practice. So again, like, okay, what is this? You know what I mean? Is this like some rabbit track? Like, what, what are you trying to do here? You know what I mean? So when I'm meeting with students, Corliss, I really just look at like them as, as, as an individual. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have like, okay, like I saw the paperwork and I already know what I'm going to do before I get to meet with the student. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like students aren't, you know, they're not dumb. You know what I mean? They're not dumb. So if you see them as just like, just a patient only, um, you're not going to connect with them. You know what I mean? So I'll use their paperwork and their stuff to kind of frame it. Kind of, I have some history, right. you know what I mean? But, um, but I'm getting to know them. You know what I mean, and really trying to model an individualized like a uh, treatment practice. You know what I mean? Right. Because some students just want to like, I have just nobody to talk to. I don't know what's going on, but I just don't have safe people that I can talk to and that I can trust or feel validated or understood. You know what I right. mean? Right. Right. So sometimes people just want like a safe safe space just to land on and to talk and like, oh, okay, Cedric kind of understands me a little bit. You know what right. I mean? And uh, try to make it relax, you know what I mean? Um, right. You know, some folks come in like, no, said, like, I got good people, but I don't, I need tools. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. to do when I'm yes. feeling, when I'm grieving or when I'm feeling yes. anxious or yes. when I'm like, when I'm triggered to go smoke a bowl or go get drunk right. or those right. kind of things, you know right. what I mean? So help me with some practical tools I can take outside of the space, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then some folks want both like okay said I need tools but let me tell you what happened last weekend you know what I mean like something went down and I need to know how to get around uh, you're one of my yeah 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 you know what I mean and um and I feel like you know um you know I I, you know I'm not for everybody and um just and I want to share that to the uh to the listeners you know what I mean um especially folks who are kind of iffy on the whole counseling thing at least on a uh, on a you know on a professional professional role if you have one negative experience with with a therapist or a counselor, please, kind of like dating, don't right. let that well, one good, experience be good like example. Good example, yes. But you know what I'm saying, Corliss? You know, yes. like yes. don't yes. let that like one that. negative, don't let that one negative experience be like, oh, see, I knew it, I knew it. Nope, mm-hmm. I ain't messing with them no more. I'm just gonna go with Pastor Jones, and that's it. Or, or or be on Facebook learning stuff. Like I ain't doing this stuff no more, you know? Again, it's you like dating. So if you're actively right. dating, if you're actively dating, you ain't going to be like, oh, okay, well, this, this was one bad date. I ain't dating no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so I, I say that not just with their uh, therapist folks, but also just with any healthcare uh, practitioner. You know what I mean? So, yeah, one of uh, my texts just came in from Trudy and she was saying, black people just don't see counseling. And unfortunately we don't. Now, you know, we can take it back historically because I always like to talk about the fact that and never to dismiss the Tuskegee incident. You know, when I learned about that, whenever it was in high school, whenever U.S. history, whatever, when I did, I was just like, they did what? Yep. I'm like, no wonder. And so you have these generation generational curses from your great, great granddaddy who told your granddaddy who told you so-and-so and now your father. And it's like, you know, don't go to the doctor, you know, don't trust them, yep. don't trust them. And see, I was talking to someone earlier. I have a doctor for everybody part, for real, like for oh, wow. real, for real. <laughs> and, and, 
And I still am a cancer survivor. I still got cancer. Cancer does not discriminate. It will hit you when it hits you. It'll get you when it gets you and all of that. So if I have a, a doctor for everybody part and I still got cancer, I can't imagine what's going on with you that won't go to the doctor, you know, won't get the physical, you know, it, it, it is so important and you know how important it is now with this cold COVID situation, mm-hmm. you know, with folks, you know, at first it was elderly when it, I guess first, when it first, first got started, it was like, you know, older, you know, with underlying medical conditions and folks yep. were getting it in the homes and the convalescent homes and the nursing homes and all of this, mm-hmm. you know, one of my sorority sister's dad passed from COVID. He ain't never left COVID. I mean, he never left the, the facility, but he got COVID. It's like, yeah. now how did that happen? Now he'd been in this facility five years or, or more, but all of a sudden he gets COVID. So that means what, what, what were the nurses bringing in? Who was, you know, yep. so then they had to stop the visitors and it was just so much. And, and so you, you think about that. And then you think about, like I said, the Tuskegee incident, you think about the uh, sterilization of women, how they purposely sterilized women, black women, so they wouldn't have babies. I mean, it's just so much that yes, that would make you not want to go get help of any kind. But I'm here to tell you, you don't get checked out. You will check out, right? Men, mm-hmm. you know, got to get the prostate checked, right? You got to, you, you, you got to go to the doctor, ladies. You have, ladies, you need to get a pap smear. That is how they find out if you have some type of ovarian or tubular or whatever counts, count, uh, cancer. But if you don't go and then you wait and then you go and then they tell you, and then it's like, well, wait a minute, wait, what can I do? And it's like, you should have been going to the doctor all along. It's the same with mental health. Everybody has been stressed off of this COVID. I, I, if there's a person alive that hasn't been stressed, please bring them to me because I, I want to slap them and make sure they're real. Because, <laughs> you know, is there somehow, some way, just the fact that we had to be on, quote, lockdown and deal with that. And, you know, I'm a social butterfly. And, mm-hmm. and have the opportunity you know, my pandemic positive being able to stay in Southern California and work virtually for Humboldt State here in Inglewood is great that I'm in LA, but I can't see nobody because we're all locked down. You know, we can't go, I'm not going into any group situation. I'm not going out to no club. I don't know if clubs, they, I heard they're going to start opening up stuff. I'm cool. They say, oh, you don't have to wear your mask. I am wearing a mask everywhere. I have so many masks. They match all my different outfits. <laughs> I will work my mask in the diva way that I only know how, right? But when it comes to mental, it, you know, it's, 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 it's because of how it is portrayed or how it's been portrayed on TV. You lay down on the couch, yep. you got the guy with the, or the girl with the clipboard and mm-hmm. you're telling your problem and, and they make fun of it. And, you know, if you want to lay on the couch, you can, if there's a couch in the office, but it's, it's really about you as the, as the therapist, as the, uh, uh, clinical What's, what's your actual title? Clinical? Oh, social worker. Oh, clinical social worker. Okay. I thought it was another clinical therapist. Clinical social worker is to give me the tools that I need in order to deal with the grief. It gives the students the tools that they need to deal with homesickness. We're dealing, I mean, you know, especially if you're looking at the college campus, okay? Homesickness. I'm sure you get that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you get the fact that there's only 30, maybe 35 Black people that work there on the entire campus and mm-hmm. there's 7,000 folks on campus. Yes, you heard me right, people. That's 5% because you figure 7,000. Uh, well, no, that's less than five. Because, Well, anyway, you see my point. I can't even do the math. I, the, no, actually, I can do the math. I can sit here and go 
said and Garnett and so and so and 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 the president. I mean, I can name them. And you know, students of color look for us. And so I'm so glad yeah. when they hired you because now I can say, look, you know, let, let's go over there. There's ain't nobody over there. They're full of it. I was like, no, there's a brother over there that cares yeah. a lot about you. Let me walk you over there. Let's make an appointment with him. You know, I'll see, I'll send him a text to let you let, let him know that you're going to be on his books. Trust me, it, it's better when you get it all out and you have someone that doesn't know you that has this non-judgmental, you know, piece to them where they can actually counsel you. Yeah, no, I, uh, no, Corla's like always, you know what I mean? I, I appreciate your support uh, as a colleague and also, yeah, just knowing that, you know, uh, there's resources that are here to uh, to help our students and we got to be able to, to tap into them as a, uh, as faculty and staff, you know, um, uh, one thing, one thing I really appreciate, uh, at least in my role, which is really unique for my, uh, for my fellow co- colleagues in the clinic is that, um, um, like I do a lot of outreach, you know what I mean? And, um, when, when I got offered the position and I was, uh, you know, talking with, uh, with my, uh, with my boss, you know, Dr. Sanford, I said, you know, I wanted to make sure just because again, I wanted to, I, I, I just, again, I know black and brown folk, right? You know what I mean? Like if I'm just uh, uh, like the Wizard of Oz, if I'm just like the person, the, the person behind the curtain, like man, they, mm. nobody come, nobody coming. You know, you can, you can sit here and look, look, here it says picture. Look at him. He is real. Like there is a black brother, like up in this clinic. You know what I mean? They're like, well, I don't know you. I don't know him. Like, no, I don't know, you know? So, so I do a lot of outreach where, uh, uh, I'm out in campus, you know what I mean? I'm in the cultural centers, you know, I'm on the quad, you know what I mean? If, um, you know, if BU or El Centro are tabling, I'm mingling with the students, you know what I mean? So they can put the face to the name and like, Oh, Oh, wait, that's what said. That's what Cedric does. Like, Oh, I was talking to him about, so-and-so on the quad, like, we was, like, it was comfortable, like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, you know, because that because that piece is so important, you know what I mean, when we look at, especially when we look at Black and Brown communities, you know what I mean, that relational piece is so important, you know what I mean? Like, you know, folks got to know you, you know, to get to know you, right. you know what I mean? Right, um, right. Like, right. if folks is asking you, Cordless, about some of your healthcare practitioners or so-and-so who do hair or whatever, like, oh, okay, like, I'm not going to look at no Yelp. I'm going to talk to the Corla because she know what's what. Like, oh, okay, if you co-sign in this way, then, okay, I got you. And plus, right. I met Cedric a little bit. It's like, okay, so I'll give it a, I'll give it a taste. I'll put, a, I'll put my toe in the water and see, right. you know. Right, right. <laughs> so, so once you graduated, what was your degree in Chico? It was, uh, I got my bachelor's in social work. Okay, you did get into social work. So you did go to social work route. And then... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, Corliss, you know what I mean? And this is, uh, uh, and this is something that, um, uh, you know, um, I don't know, a lot of people don't know about my journey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shared earlier that, you know, um, I wasn't aware that I was bringing all my stuff with me, you know what I'm saying? I thought, like, oh, like, if I, if I, if I physically bounce, then right. I'm good, I can leave all that in, that's not how, that's not how, that's not how trauma works. You know what I mean, or 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 um, 
you know, a lack of, of, of a wellness toolbox. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not how that like works. That wellness toolbox. I got to write that down. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Cause you know, my, you know, my, my, you know, my toolbox was all right. Well, I'm just going to turn up and go to the little functions. You know what I mean? But that's like a quick bandaid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's really not, it's just, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a form of self-medication, which I'm pretty sure you and hopefully your listeners have heard of, of self-medication. And that necessarily doesn't need to be about substances, you know, that could be gambling, that mm. could be sex, you know what I mean? That could be uh, uh, wow. uh, scrolling, scrolling on your uh, social media for hours. You know what I'm saying? It could be all forms of stuff that what you're, what you should be doing to manage your wellness, but you're self-medicating it with something else. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I had a hard time in Chico and I eventually, uh, I was academically disqualified, you know, wow. what I'm like, yeah, it, it just got all bad where I wasn't handling my business. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. And Chico said like, all right, bro, like you, you can't come back, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, uh, you know, um, but during that time was a healing process cordless because um, um, I didn't necessarily go look out for a counselor, but I knew that I needed to do, I need, I needed to do my work. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't re you know, I couldn't continue college with the same uh, mindset. Like I had to really like unpack my backpack, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, find those crinkled up uh, papers and all that stuff. And like, open it up and look at it and be like, Ooh, gosh, Ooh, I don't want to look at that, but I got to, I got to fix it, you know? Right. So, um, so yeah, like I actually, uh, um, again, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, you know, listeners, this is not meant to get all religious and whatnot, but, um, but yeah, you know, I, uh, I've always believed in God, you know what I mean? I just never had a relationship with God or with mm-hmm. Jesus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've always believed in God, you know what I mean? And, um, and yeah, I, um, you know, I found Jesus in college and, uh, and he became like my compass, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I met, uh, one of my, one of my mentors who currently right now is the principal of, 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 of a middle school in Chico. And he was kind of like my, you know, he was just like, you know, like you just look my big homie, you know what I mean? But just, um, as a, as a fellow believer and, and we just, you know, we just vibed, you know what I mean? And, um, just with him in that process, that was kind of like my quote, quote therapy, you know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, and, and that could be healing too, you know what I mean? Like, yes, the professional route is healthy, you know what I mean? But there's also other ways to find wellness, you know what I mean? If it doesn't work with the individual or if it's just like a um, a starting point to get to maybe spaces and services where you need more specialized services, you know what I mean? Like a licensed provider or a doctor or those kind of things, you know what I mean? So uh, when I went back to school, you know what I'm saying? Like after I, um, um, you know, got my mind right and got my grades back on point, um, I knew that like, man, I, you know, as much as the engineer would be cool, you know what I mean? Just because they made a lot of money. And I, my right. thought process was like, I'll make this bread, go look out for my family, my mama and them and be good. Right. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm doing it, all this stuff for other people. Like, what do I want What do I want to do for myself? You know what I mean? Um and, and kind of like you're sharing what we were talking about last week, Corliss. Um, yeah, like folks always came to me just for support. You know what I mean? Like I was one that was um, non, I was always non-judgmental. You know what I mean? Like I said, like, you know, some of my partners used to get on me like, oh, you're doing the school stuff. You being a little square or you Urkel said and da, 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 da. And I take it on the chin, but it's like, um, 
you know, it kept it moving, you know what I mean? But also even for my friends who were doing dirt or doing other things, like that level was still there and I wasn't all judgy, you know what I mean? Like, and they would just come in with they, with they stuff, you know? And we just kept it, we just kept it in-house, you know? So I was like, yeah, what else do I want to do besides engineering? You know what I mean? So, okay, like, oh, I like to talk to people, I like to help people, you know what I mean? Because that's how my mama raised us, us kids. Like, you know, you never forget where you come from. You right. give back, you know what I mean? You pay it forward. Right. I was like, okay, what can I do? And I was like, psychology, like, oh, no, 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 no. I feel like a bad word to me. I was like, no, 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 no. I ain't doing that. No, 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 sociology I was like okay 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 whatever I'll you know social work and I was like wait what because there's a stigma with social work back home Corliss I don't know how it is in the LA community but only social workers we knew was folks who would give you uh, uh social service benefits like back in our day when we was young food stamps with like the paper form or cat or cash aid or people who've taken away kids you know what I mean right I knew you was gonna say that the, the, the department of public say of, the, of ch- children family services DCSF, okay, whatever that is, ABC. Yeah, yeah. Taking out kids, you're bringing kids to somebody, you're taking the kids from one and bringing it to the grandma or the auntie or whoever. You're right. That that is right. That's all you heard. That the social worker usually, that's all they did. You're right. Yeah, and and you know, and just in my in my family, in my community, it was like it was. We looked at them as law enforcement, like, no, you low key law enforcement. You taking kids away. You trying to break a family. So it was like, no, 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 no. But I was like, but then I I reached out and met with a. uh, uh, with an advisor in the social department, because I was like, okay, well, I don't think everybody over there, like in, in, in children's services, like let me let me ask somebody who might who might actually know versus right. me asking like my friends who don't know nothing, just like Look, I don't <laughs> right. know nothing, you right. know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so they told me like, oh, you can help out people in these different ways. So I was like, okay, cool, you know what I mean? So I'm going to social work thing, and Corliss funny because I learned about the child welfare. Uh, program i'm like oh there's different departments i mean yeah those are like emergency services we have to go out to the home and and remove kids and do those kind of things but there's also different levels and aspects of programming within that system so i went into being a social work major like oh i'm working child welfare because i really like kids you know that's why i'm i'm a school board trustee because even though i'm working with young adults you know you know my heart's still with kids you know what i mean Uh, because i think having mentorship and supporting kids is 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 important you know what i mean right you know um, so I was like, okay, but then I'm like, man, I don't know about this. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, no, nah, I'm kind of scared. Like, you know, and, um, you know, cause I was just like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to, I'm like, nah, I'm not sure. Well, I still want to help people, but I'm not sure if I want to work in, uh, uh, children's services, you know what I mean? And then someone's like, well, you could be a counselor. I was like, what do you mean? I'd be a, what do you mean? Like, like a helper? Like, what do you mean counselor? Like, I'm thinking like, what do you mean counselor? Cause I just thought that social work and, 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 and mental health did not go together hmm. I was like a counselor and then like yeah you could be a counselor you know here's here's how you do it and this is what it looks like and I was like oh uh uh okay you know and then of course like you were saying like there'll always be jobs in, in, in you'll healthcare. never be without a job and, yeah so I was like too is because at that time I had um I had my oldest daughter and I was like well you know I gotta make sure I, I take care of her so I was like okay job security i get to help people take care of the babies like okay so like we were joking around like i kind of like tripped into the field of like a uh, uh, clinical social work you mm-hmm, know what i mean mm-hmm. and then once i told my my family about it oh go oh boy corliss they 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 had a heart attack why like, they have a heart attack 
oh, go ahead. They were like, you doing what? Like, no, 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 no. You don't want to do that. No, that's not what we do. That's not what black people. Yeah, they was like, wow. So it's one thing to say, like, like Trudy said, black people don't go to counseling. But now your family is saying that black people don't do counseling. Mm-hmm. Wow, now that's interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what no, made you fight that and go go on in anyway? Well, I um, one <laughs> yeah, I did the research. Like, uh, there are black psychologists, black social workers, oh. black MFTs out there. Right. Uh, they're out there, <laughs> so it's like okay, it's, it's not like the, you know. <laughs> so it's a thing. And two, Carlos, I was looking at the numbers too. There is just you know, not even just in social work, but just in the helping the helping, the professional helping profession in the field, Mm -hmm. there is, there's like, it's like single digits of us representing uh, providers, you know what I mean? And um, for me, you know, um, not that I just work with Black students or Black, the Black community, you know what I mean? Um, I work with a wide range of folk, you know what I mean? But I always go back to my younger self who had a lot of stuff going on. It's like, wow, if I have somebody that looked like me mm-hmm. or just culturally understood, like, you know what I mean? Like, man, like, why are you over Because I used to be a fighter cordless, you know what I mean? You see me, I'm a little, I'm little, but like, you know, I was, I was throwing hands. That's just how I got down, you know? You yeah. laying hands, you laying yeah. hands. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not saying I was undefeated like Floyd, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, because I took my L's, but that's just how I, that's how I got my, my emotions out, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Um, so it was always like, I would always get in trouble. And then people would always focus on my behavior. You know what I mean? And it's like, but nobody, uh, nobody took the time to understand why. Right. What you brought I mean? you to that point? Exactly. And, and that's what I feel like counseling. And when you go into these sessions, that's what they do. They help you to figure out what, what, what is it that pulls you to this? Or what is it that brings you to a point that where you are now, as mm-hmm. far as, as far as what I would say, you know, not grievance counseling, because that has a specific goal, but more so counseling in general. And I mean, I can't stress enough um, to my audience, how important mental health is right now. And the men that are listening to this show, I wanted to make sure you heard it from a man that (laughs) this is so important. And, you know, what are those resources that, you know, men and slash the community, because I, I, I really want our male listeners to understand that if you need it, please. It it helps so much. Go ahead. I'll let you explain that. Yeah, Corliss, you know what I mean? You 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 kind of you 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 said it a little bit earlier um in, in the broadcast, but um and I'm just kind of gonna paraphrase because it's you know it's pretty congruent, you know. Um so you know, fellas, you know what I mean, the community, you know what I mean? Like hurt people hurt people. Oh. You know? Well, you're dropping then, some I'm writing that down. Go ahead. You know, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean um, in a physical way. You know what I mean? Uh, it could be emotionally, uh, uh, psychologically, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and that's where, Corliss, you were mentioning earlier just with um, just the impacts of slavery that has gone on in our country or just the historical context of being, Af- uh, uh, being Pan-African or African-American or how other folks identify being Black and uh, in, in, in the in the Western Hemisphere, you know what I mean? Um, that's just what we do, you know what I mean? And just, just there's just this uh, generational trauma that occurs sometimes within our own community, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, no, this is how we do it, you know what I mean? Um, you know, no, you mean like, no, 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 this is how we do it. This is how we discipline. This is how we um, talk about emotions, but not, but indirectly, but not directly, 
Right. Uh, like or or of, not talk about them or not yeah, talk about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You know or stay I mean? strong. You're strong. Be strong. Be you're mm-hmm. strong. You know, that that piece, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I, I feel like our, our story as a, as a people, it is one with per- perseverance and, and resilience because of the centuries long of, of trauma that we've experienced, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, so it's like, Corliss, when we experience sadness, depression, anxiety, uh, social anxiety, or even like when you're about to have a panic attack, like if a, if a, if a police officer pulls up behind oh. you, like those kind of things, you know what I mean? We we minimize the impact of that. It's like, wait, we're talking about like we survived slavery, like all that other stuff, those those feelings. Oh man, that ain't nothing. Like we're gonna keep on pushing. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna keep it prayed up or 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 or, or uh manage that with the uh, with being busy and, and just doing stuff, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and it's problematic, you know, and and you know, um, you know, we don't heal what we don't reveal. You know what I mean? And that's and that's just real talk you know, and, um, and, you know, and I'm not trying to, uh, solicit, uh, folks to, uh, to go get therapy and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, if you need it, like, please utilize it. You know what I mean? And there's different ways to, to, um, you know, to get in tune with that, but really being, but really, um, practicing the art of, 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 of mental health maintenance and wellness in our everyday life. Um, like this month, if, if listeners, you don't know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. You know what I mean? But just okay. like Black, you know, um, if folks didn't know that it is, you know, um, but just like Black History Month, I mean, you know, it, you know, we shouldn't just celebrate that just for one month or show awareness of Black History for one month. Like that should be an everyday, all day, everyday thing. You know what right. I mean? And, 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 and having mental health awareness and utilizing our mental health, correlates like you're saying with physical health, like making sure you go to the doctor, make sure you go to the physical, make sure your diet's on point. We should be doing those same practices in forms of our mental health. You know what I mean? Mental health and mental health and physical health are cousins. You know what I'm saying? They like, you know, like they that. like, you know, um, you know, it, it's, it's like, you know, uh, for folks who eat fried chicken, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing to have a uh, flour, but you better, but, but you better season that stuff. You know what I mean? Or it's going to be bland. You know what I mean? Right. So right. seasoning <laughs> and bread go together. I'm like, now know? where is he going with this fried chicken? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go with you there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, you know, uh, of how people make fried chicken, you know, but right, um, right. so, you know, again, I say this, you know what I mean? To the listeners, you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, uh, to the fellas, yeah, just be active, uh, be be active in your wellness, you know what I mean? Um, so, Corliss, you're talking about this whole COVID stuff, you know what I mean, and just the loss of, uh, of social connections, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, uh, like in my community, you know what I mean, Humboldt, like, you know, there's not really like a barbershop spot, you know what I mean? And I know in certain communities, like, I mean, shoot, that's the spot, that's where you you know, you find so and so who uh, who got the movies that aren't out yet. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> that, Somehow, you know, you know that you know that so and so to find some plugs. You know what I mean? Um, and also, you know, with some barbershop, that's also a space to do like group counsel. You know what I mean? And I know there's different programs in our country that really have like uh, a space where either uh, a licensed or unlicensed counselors in that spot. But but uh, the theme is we're, you know we're talking about stuff that we normally don't talk about. You know, so I, I, I'm tying it back to um, where, you know, COVID went down. So I'm part of a, a, a black male network here in Humboldt. 
And uh, we used to meet together every month for breakfasts. You know what I'm saying? Right, yes. And um, and we used to break bread, but also kind of talk about stuff that's uh, that's pressing. You know what I mean? Uh, as black men, but with the COVID thing, you know, I mean, we couldn't do that because yeah, we ain't trying to be super spreading and spreading around COVID to ourselves right. and other ones. You know? So so Corliss since um, since last April of last year, so it's it's May, so it's been a year some change. So instead of like not doing these uh, breakfasts. We've been meeting virtually and we do it every week, every Saturday. Oh, so it went from once a month to every week. Yep. Yep. Wow. You know, and, uh, and, um, and again, you know what I mean? We talk about a lot of things, you know what I mean? But, uh, but it's a space of coming as a collective and being, you know what I mean? And, uh, and people come and go as they go, you know, it's not mandatory. Um, you know, I use it just because um uh, that's a form of my own wellness being around right. um, other black men um, um, it's healthy you know what I mean so I'm not saying to the communities out there or for the brothers and the fellas to go and do something exactly like that but just a sense of community and it's okay being around other men and being vulnerable you know there's nothing right. you know you're not no you're not a punk you're not sensitive you're not soft you know what I mean um, being vulnerable is a healthy way of being masculine you know what I mean? It really, really is. And, um, and we just have to continue to, uh, to change that, mer- that narrative, you know? Um, and the other piece too is, you know, as students, and I go back to, you know, my pre-college students and those students who are trying to figure out their major in college, um, you know, we, we need more and more because there's not that many Black social workers, Black male social workers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not that many Black male psychologists, sociologists, yep. I mean, psychologists, psychiatrists, because, you know, the difference, if, if people don't know, the difference between a psychiatrist and a social... Uh, uh, <laughs> psychologist. Thank you. Psychologist is that a psychiatrist is actually a medical doctor that specializes in counseling. So yep. those are the ones can also, you know, write a prescription for you and they get a, a little bit deeper, more so um, as far as the, the, the piece you know, where medicine might be helpful versus the psychologist would be sort of like you in your role as a, as a social worker. Um, and the psychologists are very similar because you're, you're actually counseling and you're actually helping people to discover their own way of solving their problem, their issue, their situation, however way you want to slice it. And so, you know, I tell people, and he's like, you know, (laughs) You have that, like you said, you have that friend and people, you know, come to you, people come to me and it's like, okay, but when I can't help you, I'm going to say, look, I think you need to go and get some help. Mm-hmm. You know, I can only, you know, help thus far, especially when a student comes to my office or whatever, and I'm there, you know, right then and there when they're crying, they're helping, they need that hug and they're upset and whatever the case may be. And then as I talk to them more, I'm like, you know what, I, I want to walk you over to the counseling center. Let's get an appointment so that you can have somebody for sure that, you know, doesn't know you, you know, I know you as much as I know you from being a student here per se, but as far as having that, 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 that mindset to leave this mess alone about black people don't want to get help. You know, we strong, we should just pray about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Lord made counselors. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, you know, people always telling me to try this. Oh girl, you got cancer. You need to smoke this. You need to try this. You need to rub this. Uh, no, thank you. I'm good. Um, I trust that God put this, this, you know, that my, you know, I can't do my doctor's job and my doctor can't do my job. 
you know, so everybody stay in your lane. And when yep. I go to the doctor, he or she will do what they are trained to do, what they've trained to do. Just like when a student comes to me or parents come to me about college and other things, I'll give them, I'll give them what I, you know, my knowledge. But it's, 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 it's very important, people, that you know how you feel and you know how things are happening in your life. And trust me when I say it's really good when you're able to talk to someone who doesn't know you, doesn't judge you. They're listening. Whatever you tell them, they're taking as face value. And then they're helping from what you tell them. Now, if you lie to them about something, they're helping you on your life. What's the purpose <laughs> if you're going to go and lie right. to the counselor? Um, that doesn't make any sense. But, you know, having having it's just something about knowing that somebody is there. There are people out there that can help you, but you have to seek them. They're not walking up and down Crenshaw Boulevard out here. And saying, hey, does anybody need counseling? Does anybody need counseling? No, it doesn't quite work that way. You have to have that wherewithal within yourself, knowing that this self, I was writing down the notes, this self-medication of Facebook and IG and, and what did you say? Just dating and just doing stuff, to thinking that whatever your problems, you can, you can suppress it by doing all mm-hmm. these things. And, and eventually it's going to break you. Yep. Yeah. It's just not sustainable. You know what I mean? Not um, at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm, because you know um a high only lasts so long you know what i mean uh, being under the influence of alcohol only lasts so long you know um if you gamble yeah you know uh, i mean unless you bill gates and all that kind of stuff uh right, money's only gonna last so long you right. know uh but having like that constant person in your life you know what i mean um um um, um you'll have that you know what i mean and I know just like with people like, oh, I don't know, like I don't have insurance and all those kind of things. Like, I mean, trust me, y'all, like there's there's so many ways there's so there's 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 ways around that. So where, you know, you don't have to worry about insurance or sometimes course, people say like, oh, man, like, don't you have to have money to do that? Like I've heard they charge like one hundred dollars an hour and I ain't doing all that. You know, like there's ways to go around that to where, um, you know, it's not, um, you know, it's not financially causing harm, you know, because. I get it. You know what I mean? Like um, your health is your health, but I just know that, you know, um, some of those barriers, like, you know, like money or even time, um, you know, it could be challenging, you know, but um, like we're doing this, we're doing this virtual, we're doing this virtual stuff. You know what I mean? Now with COVID, which is uh, really been, uh, it's highlighted a lot of things that have been negative, but it's also highlighted a lot of things that hopefully we'll take out once we uh, we get through this uh, uh, pandemic. So we're doing what's called telehealth. So if there's, if you're the provider community and it's like, oh my God, there's only two black therapists and I can't get in touch with them because everybody's talking to them. Um, you can go to telehealth route and talk to somebody like in New York, you know what I mean? Oh, or Atlanta, that's a resource or, for everyone. There's tele, mm-hmm. telehealth. Oh, let's talk about that and give us, give us the information on how we can get that telehealth. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on the practitioner and their licensure, you know what I mean? Because some states limit for people to see other folks out of state, you know what I mean? So you have to do a little bit of research, but, um, but in most areas, Corliss, there's, um, there's like a, um, um, like again for a humble, and I'm pretty sure there's one in LA too, um, like a mental health, uh, professional, uh, professional group, like a database of practitioners who are a part of this network. And you could put in like, uh, uh, somebody who specializes in anxiety that takes, uh, uh, medical uh, that 
you know, is black or whatever, you can kind of break it down to where you can get a list of people who will be able to meet your needs. That you you're wanting, I mean? right. So you're like, I'm on a black female that da 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 and you can put all those things and then and then there should be a list of some sort where you can call and so so as far as the telehealth um mm-hmm. um is, is is there like a toll-free number and you know that resource of having like that toll like like with suicide hotline is there a mental health hotline or is it or is this telehealth similar to this or how does that work yeah so it really just depends on um you know if 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 a provider is a, a private practitioner you know, oh, okay. what I mean? or somebody who works in a clinic. And then you just have to ask like, oh, you know, are you only an in-person or are you only an in-person provider or do you do phones or, or Zoom or right. Skype or whatever? You know right. what I mean? Uh, so you got to do a little bit of history, but, but, but it's out there. And, and um, there's a lot more providers provide that service because of COVID, you know what I mean? So. Um, right. I mean, yeah. I've even heard even more so in, in, on college campuses that that the your um your your boudet is booked because so many because now what what is, what I what I've heard happen now is that because it's Zoom there's even more folks utilizing the counseling center than ever before because now they don't have to you know if I walk out the door who's going to see me if I'm walking mm-hmm. in the door looking around trying to creep around to the back entrance because yep. I don't want anybody to know that I'm going to the counseling center yep. now that everything's on Zoom. I hear that your numbers have just skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. No, again, and just kind of talking about what we've been talking about in our conversation, just uh, the stigma behind uh, mental health and, 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 and wellness. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, to utilize uh, uh, professional resources, you know what I mean? But it uh, but it's out there, you know what I mean? And um you know, and again, you know what I mean? It, it could be somebody who uh, doesn't um, identify like with you, uh, whether it's race, gender, whatnot, you know what I mean? Because um, like, because uh, like, like you're talking about, I'm the only, I'm the only uh, black counselor in the clinic. So I can't be saying everybody, you know what I mean? Right. Um, 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 <laughs> you only have so many hours in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of good people uh, um, that are out there uh, that do have that cultural awareness. Um uh, that aren't fragile, that just, that, that, um, that, uh, have a lot of empathy. You know what I mean? I won't say, um, get it because somebody non-black can't, can't never get it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but they have empathy and they know what's what, like when you say certain things, they won't, you know, um, you know, they, they know that they, they know how to maintain the space and not make you feel like, God, Lee, they, they crying, man, I'm taking care of them now. Like I told them this and now they're crying. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them therapy. It's like, there's there's good people who won't have to uh you know break down like that well cedric i want to thank you um because i know like you said you never ever would have thought that you'd be doing this type of work you know 20 20 plus years ago however you you know um old you are as far as being an undergrad and walking past the (laughs) counseling center every day and not even thinking about it um it's amazing um that's that's crazy and i'm so glad that you're there because because students wouldn't, you know, students of color were not utilizing the center because they just felt like there wasn't anybody that could relate to them. And, and, and like you said, once you have that one bad experience, you're not going back. You're going to tell two people and three people and so yep. on and so on. So, yes, I want to thank you for being on my, uh, Mindful Mondays today. And I got to uh, uh, I got to send a shout out. I, I got from our engineer, all the folks that have been tuning in from Eureka, La, La Cunada, Flint Ridge. 
uh, Sacramento, Union City, that's in the Bay Area, Pacoima, hey. uh, uh, oh, Michigan. Oh, that's my. It's probably my sorority sister in Michigan. Uh, McKinleyville, that's probably your wife in the other room. <laughs> but it's so exciting to see so many people that are really like, you know, coming forth and, and really wanting to hear a, what my guests have to say about really dealing with our mental well-being and how important it is to to go ahead and seek help. Don't worry about what other folks are doing mm-hmm. because trust me, the ones you worried about what they're doing, they're the ones that's actually going to counseling. They're just not telling you, mm-hmm. right? They're mm-hmm. not telling you that they're going to counseling. So, you know, the fact that, you know, this is important and we're going to, I'm going to continue to bring folks to um, the show that will help us to learn about our mental health, our, our mental wellness, our, our, our physical being. I mean, I just, I just appreciate that you saw the need to, as you are helping people today and you saw the need that, you know, Hey, I think I'm going to do this for a living and that you enjoy it. I'm assuming that you're still there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, do. I love it. And, and and I'm sure the students are really happy that you are there and I, I appreciate you being here on um, on on our on our show today and a shout out to all my listeners my sisters my sorority sisters Sacramento is deep in the house it's like four or five folks from Sacramento I tell you um, and I know I know the youngers are at least one of them but I want to thank, thank everybody for tuning in and next week we'll have another incredible uh, guest where we'll be talking about our mental, our physical, our well-being, our mindful Monday. So until next week, stay tuned. Thank you, Dr. Curtis, uh, my dentist, for being uh, my first sponsor. And have a great day or evening, everybody. Thank you again, Cedric. I appreciate you. No no problem. Bye-bye, y'all. See ya.